Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business of Esports podcast, the official podcast of esports. We explore the intersection of business and esports, one of the fastest growing industries in the world and the future of fun. Please welcome your host, Paul, the esports prophet, Dawalibi. The Business of Esports podcast begins now. From the keyboard to the boardroom, this is the Business of Esports podcast. I am Paul, the prophet, Dawalibi. I'm joined today by my friend and co-host, the Honorable Judge Jimmy Barada. For those of you who are new here, welcome to the official podcast of eSports. What we do is we cover the most pressing gaming and eSports topics and news of the week, but we look at all of it through a business and C-suite lens. We dissect, we analyze the business implications of everything happening in this industry. For our regular listeners, thank you guys for tuning in every week. Thank you for all the love, the five-star ratings and reviews. I'm humbled by all of them. I promise I go read all of them. I can't tell you how much it means to us when we see a five-star review and people who love the podcast. Most importantly, though, if you do love the podcast, share it with a friend, send it to a colleague, spread it around. The more people who tune in every week, the better. Jimmy, how you doing this week? I'm so happy to be back, Paul. We're, we're here. We're recording. I think our audience has been listening to a lot of the great content we made together at uh, Next World Forum. So I yeah. can't I can't believe uh, it's been so long. You know, it's so uh, I mean, it was an awesome opportunity to, I think, create content and share what's going on in that part of the world. But uh, it, it's kind of surreal to be back in the studio today. I mean, it was kind of surreal interviewing His Royal Highness, uh, <laughs> Prince Faisal. That, that was kind of cool. And I got a lot of great feedback on that interview, which is fun. But it's good to be back to normal episode. The coolest part to me was before the interview even started, he sat down and he knew you were Paul the Prophet, right? And, <laughs> and he kind of made a joke that like he would, he would, he's like, why am I answering the questions? You're the prophet. You tell me what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> You know, uh, I mean, fan. in the moment, I almost did feel like giving him the answers. I mean, <laughs> I, I, and if he's gonna if he's gonna set me up for that. I, I, I should have walked into it. No, it's been fun. I will say though that you know I, I'm I'm always curious to get feedback on that content because we actually have a bunch more interviews that we did, maybe a half dozen more, which I would love to put out, but would love to get our listeners' feedback on. You know, if you enjoy that kind of content, you want them as like bonus episodes. I think they were fun interviews and uh, happy to put out more content if people want it. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if how, how that goes. 
also short and snackable too, which I think uh, maybe yeah. reaches a different audience. You know, I know a lot of you guys, especially with the live show, a lot of people listen offline after the fact when they're working out, when they're driving. So we're we're just recording a bunch of stuff, guys. You tell us what you want, and we'll make it happen. I mean, I, it's too soon to give to give away everything, but I will tease that the reason those interviews were the lengths that they were is very purposeful. You could say even they were meant for TV. Even I, I don't know. It was, giving too much away there <laughs> no I, I think that's the right the right amount of a hint speaking of meant for tv i just I, I see backstage our guest who's just intently watching and he looks so excited and i can't wait for him to come on also i've been waiting for this episode for a while but it's just so funny to see someone else watching tv you know in the green room i just wanted to say like uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny better than the prince even we our guests just get better and better every single week so we do have an amazing amazing guest today but before I introduce him, I actually had one more important question for you. Have you played Wrath of the Lich King Classic yet? Have you have you gone back to World of Warcraft at all? Are you tempted? Are you watching these streamers? Because I, I have been tempted as I'm watching these streamers go back to another WoW expansion, classic expansion, I should say, to well, just of sort of tempted. throw my hands in the air, give it all up and be like, I'm just going to go degenerate. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, everyone involved uh, here at Holodeck would 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 love for for you to just throw in <laughs> throw everything out and be like I'm going full time streamer mode. Sorry guys, um, I have <laughs> I've been following it. I have not been tempted. I am completely satisfied by Destiny Two right now. I'm more of an FPS right. guy though. Well, we'll see what our guest has to say about this because maybe he maybe he's been tempted by by the new World of Warcraft uh, classic expansion. We have on the on the podcast today an amazing, amazing guest. We have Liam Severis, who's the head of sales at Batissimo. And, and I will let him talk about Batissimo. But Liam, welcome to the Business of Esports podcast. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul, Jimmy, honor to be on the podcast uh, with such as esteemed other guests. But uh, very excited to to chat a little bit about, you know, what we're doing here with Batissimo, filling up education, you know, filling up teams uh, with all the things that they're going to need to continue to grow their communities and better yet. And probably the the thing that people really want to hear about on this podcast is monetize. So uh, we, we've kind of got a, a really solid way of being able to help our audience, our own streamers, um, our whole network be able to monetize uh, and reach the folks they want to reach. Liam, no pressure here. You are following His Royal Highness the Prince in terms of guests. So no no pressure here. But would love for our audience that doesn't know about you or doesn't know about Batissimo to get a little bit of the Liam story, a little bit of your background, why you got into gaming, how you got into gaming, and then what you're focused on at Batissimo. Absolutely. We'd love to. So gaming. Gaming for me starts, uh, let me see, it would be 1999. So it would be on the PlayStation. So I was a avid gamer from that time until, you know, I'm turned 32 a couple months ago. So tw about 22 years of gaming uh, under the belt. Had most of the, the councils at this point. But when I wasn't balancing, trying to balance sports and school, uh, I'm sorry, sports and video games, it, it came down to school, right? So uh, I was uh, an interesting thing that most people don't know about me is that I did go to the University of Connecticut, but I went for an opera singing degree, which is not something that most people know that you can actually get that as a, as a degree or a major. So, you know, I every so often will get a, a compliment like, oh, you have a very uh, clear voice, you know, and, and it comes back to that uh, very strange circumstance of, of, you know, being a high school kid, trying to figure out, you know, how can I get closer to, to a community, right? How can I get a little closer to my father who loves musical theater? And so I just said, oh, I'll, I'll go try out for the play. Turned out they wanted me to be the lead for the next two years. So and that turned into me going to the University of Connecticut, singing my interview with a piece of gum in my mouth, I'm singing this aria to them. And then all of a sudden I take the gum out and I throw it to the side. And the lady goes, did you have a piece of gum in your mouth that whole time? I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was so rude of me. And I'm thinking like a mannerly thing, like, oh, you shouldn't do that. She goes, no, no, no. It's so amazing. The control that you exhibited, like, I'd I want to give you a scholarship to come sing at our school. So, and, and that was a, a passion of mine. And so uh, a part of my story is you'll see that I, I go to these passions, these things that I really loved in my life. Music was one of the first passions, right? Um, I finished high school. I start going to the University of Connecticut, uh, finish up there. And then I still feel this missing piece 
in my life where I don't know what I want to do or nothing is called to me yet in those years of experience. And then I end up wanting to go and, and go to culinary school. So I spent the next two years going to culinary school, becoming a professional chef. Um, I did that for a couple of years of my life and uh, really worked my way through, uh, you know, fish fry to uh, an Italian restaurant to, to running our own barbecue restaurant for a family friend. And uh, that taught me a lot about working hard, long hours. Where is your passion at? You know, uh, do you want to spend your time with your family? Do you want to spend holidays with them? Very quickly, I realized that lifestyle just wasn't my lifestyle. And then I went and did what I think most people think that you should do, which is I, I went and I got a, a good paying job. Didn't care about what that job was, just that I needed a good paying job. And so next five years of my life was spent doing insurance, which is great. I have a plethora of knowledge. If you want any any interest in Medicare or Medicaid or uh, you know health or life, I could tell you all about that. I don't think your viewers want to hear me go on and on about that. But very quickly, I realized that I'd accumulated this list of things in my life that weren't making me happy. There were boxes that I thought I should check off, right? I should check this off, check this off, get a house, get a great job, find a great partner, so on and so forth. And then I realized very quickly that those things are all wonderful things and they're things that you can appreciate. But your passion, you have to really follow your passion. And so my passion is, is definitely esports and it's definitely the business side of esports. Um, and so two years ago, I started this journey of how do I get to know esports better? How do I become familiar with content creation and the mechanism of esports, right? I was very lucky to find a group, uh, groups called Creator Now, and it's a YouTube-based group. And so they taught us all about how do you edit these videos? What are good statistics? How do you read data? And so that gave me a real deep dive into what content creation, what marketing, what influence really looked like. Um, and from having a business point of view and, and being pretty good with numbers on the insurance, I very quickly was able to figure out, okay, these are the numbers of what a good performing person does. And these are the numbers of somebody who's not performing that well. Started to figure out, well, what if we can start to piece some of these together? And then I happened to look in on LinkedIn and saw that Batissimo was hiring and they were toting that they were working with a major esports organization in the area. So knowing a little bit of knowledge of esports, I knew, okay, there's only so many organizations that are big organizations in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I knew right away I had to have something there when I went to that interview. And turned out that, that they needed a guy who knew a little bit about content, who was really passionate about esports um, and had you know 10 years of sales experience. So from the time that I left school all the way until the time that I started with Batissima, I always had a sales job. So I actually had a sales job while I worked as a chef and just had these crazy hours where I worked like 80 hours a week because I just wanted to get ahead and thought that that was the goal. But the goal I can tell you guys with confidence is find your passion and I've found it now. And, and so, you know, I, I, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm just oozing for esports and, and the future of what is education, what is content creation, what is marketing, what is community look like? Um, and then, you know, from a sponsorship point of view, how do you make that valuable to somebody you're partnering with? And how do they add something to a genuine, like a genuine component of an activation that makes it fun and makes it exciting, uh, makes it real for people, you know? So uh, our platform does a little bit of, of all of those things. Um, and, and I'm very excited to share like a little bit more about that with you guys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Liam, would love uh, obviously would love to hear more about Batissimo and what it does. But I think there's so much in your story that is relatable for a lot of the listeners of our podcast, because I think there's a lot of people who get to sort of the decision that they want to work in gaming and esports and feel like maybe it's too late, like they're too old or they're too far into their career. Like you had, you know, three careers before you got to esports, which I think is fascinating and hopefully gives confidence, I think, to our listeners who who are maybe on the on the outside looking in going, you know, is this the right move for me? Should I be doing this if I'm 30 or 40 or 50 maybe? And, and you know, I've had a couple of careers before this. So I think that's it's fascinating to hear that story, and I, I hope it inspires people who are also passionate about the space to think about taking the skill sets they've built elsewhere and bringing them here. But but talk to me about Batissimo, like in a nutshell, what you guys do there. So Batissimo is is a SaaS platform, right? And and we work for just basically making your job easier if you're a content creator, a streamer. If you're a team, right? If you're a brand, we have an advertising network, first of all, that's seen a massive and immense growth. That's kind of where uh, Jimmy and I first met each other was kind of talking about that network. Very quickly, we discovered that a lot of these organizations and brands, you know, they want to figure out how to monetize the experience a little further. And one thing that I'll chat with you a little more, and we're acquired by one of the major gaming organizations because of our loyalty offering and our loyalty platform, which not to dive too deep into it, but basically encompasses like all of the 12 major social medias, right? So you have all the socials that everybody's already interacting on. You got your YouTubes, you got your your Facebooks, you got your Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, then you have Spotify, so you have audio platforms, right? Then you have text platforms or community-based ones like a Slack or a Discord. And so we have the ability to actually take all of those platforms, cram them all into one. And now you can start to use the offerings of content or exclusive merchandise or maybe exclusive experiences, whether they be digital or in real life, to be able to motivate fans into wanting to further engage or in some cases really like retrain them on how to be a better consumer for you as a as an organization. Something to that maybe your, your audience already knows, but may not know too in depth is that part of the business of esports really is, is content creation, right? And you want to make sure that that you're aligning your strategy, right, with what's going to be conducive to growing your audience. But also there's a revenue aspect and there's a revenue sharing aspect of, you know, I think most people know YouTubers can make money, right, or Twitch streamers or however. And so our platform gives you the ability to put certain kind of walls up of, of exclusivity. And so, for example, you can build a like a gaming pass, right? Uh, 50,000 points, you can have like our CEO, Hector, shout you out in a video, right? That becomes a moment for you like an autograph was when I was a little kid, right? I know my first autograph. I got my first autograph. It was 1996. It was a Mets game. Right. My dad got me down to the edge of the runway there, the, the walkway back to the locker room. I stuck my hand out. He grabbed my ball. He signed it really quick. And that was it. And I, I remember that to this day. 
right? 26 years later, I still know that moment like it was yesterday because it was a big deal to me that that was the first time I saw a professional athlete, uh, somebody who was a leader in that space, right? And he decided to stop and have a moment with me and sign this baseball. It gets even better if you're an esports fan, right? Because they can shout you out in a video or, you know, we've got some space behind me here. How cool would it be if, if your name was on the wall, right? So whenever they shot a video, you could see your name on the wall. The way that colleges or churches or schools have bricks out front, right? So it's similar concept, but we haven't crossed that bridge yet of putting the two of those together. So our loyalty platform has become very enticing to both the gaming organizations, but also some celebrities and personalities, both in our area um, and in scenes like music and in comedy. You know, they're very interested in, in how do I take this and start to create some custom offerings that bridge these uh, what are digital so physical and digital items or experiences i'm sure i'm not the first person that has said that word to you i saw you guys are sponsored by our terra labs somebody's had to have said that that's the first time so, i've heard that word i love it really okay well Corey at our terra labs is like i haven't said it enough then um because he is he's the person who introduced me to that digital term but our loyalty platform became an immense part of our offering in just the last couple of months and then the one that i'm most excited about that kind of you know, touches a little bit into Jimmy's background as an educator, you know, we've found that in our particular place in Texas, you know, there's a plan to have every school have a gaming lab in the next three years. There are a lot of schools in Texas, if you guys don't know, right? Um, there is a massive amount of, of people moving to Texas. Um, the school districts are just huge and they're huge on giving the kids the experiences, the tools, the education that they want, right? And the community sense that comes with all of that. And so we've most recently developed a moderation tool. that's um, the first of its kind that can actually gauge your intent as to what you're saying. So a lot of chatbots, and obviously chatbot is where we started our business, making sure that it could be easy to respond to somebody, hey, thank you for for your donation, thank you for the subscription. Answering a question or fielding a question to them in like an AMA if you were doing an ask me anything on your stream. Some of those types of things were where we first started. And then we found out, okay, there's a little bit, and this may be something that you guys have talked about or haven't recently, but toxicity, right? It exists in gaming. It's something that brands are, have concerns about, schools have some concern about, right? But it's a pretty standard thing for most gamers to see or experience some type of toxicity either in their own game or on the social media chains that, that you know, esports kind of lives on, right? Twitter and so on and so forth. So we created a moderation tool that prevents against bullying, extremism, grooming. Um, and so you can, in a half a second, you know, tag people, have it reviewed. Moderation right now is, is awful, guys. It takes three weeks for most people to be able to, to get a moderator to see their circumstances. So that's three weeks that you've alienated a potential community member, a customer, whatever, due to maybe it was a misunderstanding or maybe there was some intent behind it and, and that person was having a bad moment, lashing out. You know, we all have our days. Our thing allows one person to go in and see hundreds of cases and be able to deal with them and color code them and make sure that it can get through all of that in a, in a day instead of a week, right? So now that person gets back into the community, they have a better experience. And not only that, but we've actually figured out how do you prevent this from occurring again, right? So we've been very lucky to have had a, uh, an example in the Discord. It's a women's rights Discord. And so our bot has been in there for about eight months now. Um, and for eight months, nobody's figured out that it's a bot. So first of all, we're doing great on the touring test from that point of view. Is this the release, by the way, Liam? Did you just give out a spoiler to everyone in the Discord now? now I you're, did. You're this exposed. is officially the notice. So we were <laughs> close to, and again, this might be, we're now at 10 months, actually. So, and I haven't heard any updates, but yes. Yeah, so almost a year now we've been in there. Um, and what happens is, is when a comment's made, for example, this is a comment that I totally disagree with, a comment that shouldn't really be made, right? But it's a, a comment that's heard in gaming. A particular person should stay in the kitchen. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say exactly who that entity is, but there's a, a saying that goes along those lines, right? You could time that person out. You could ban them and not have to deal with them ever again. Or you could be proactive, have our bot reach out to them and say, hey, not a cool thing to solo this particular you know, group out. By the way, lots of successful people come to the kitchen. Ever heard of Gordon Ramsay? You know, we make a joke or, or there's a little bit of, of a way of bridging this gap. And the bot actually can do this where they'll send them a message that can, can be a little relatable and just say, hey, man, like we want you to be a part of this community, but you can't act out like that. 
And 25% of the time, they're not doing that again. So that's huge to be able to slowly pull back the layers. Um, and, and some of these people that maybe feel a little disenfranchised, feel a little outside of the group, as opposed to telling them, be gone, you welcome them back in, you do the right thing, and you, you kind of bring them back and say, hey, not the best thing. You know, you've got a couple more opportunities here. We really want you here, but we want to be safe for everybody, right? So that's been an enormous potential for us as far as serving groups that are underserved in the community, uh, women, minorities, as well as like children that have this gap of where they don't really know, educators don't know when to introduce streaming or if they even should introduce it. Um, you know, and by the time it's something that they may want to put in the curriculum, kids already know, think they know everything they're going to need to, right? So our technology allows them to both be able to start using our memberships and immediately look great sound great, appear great, you know, easy way to integrate ads right away, start making a little money for yourself off of our sponsorship network, but then they can be moderated and make sure that they're safe as well. So that's been tremendous as far as on the East Coast, uh, in the New Jersey, New York area with some of the schools we're working with, and then, you know, in the Texas area right now. Liam, uh, on the on the creator side, am I right to say that your primary competitor would be something like Stream Elements, who we've had on the podcast? And if you do consider them a competitor, how do you guys think about sort of your platform versus theirs? What is the competitive advantage? And maybe I'm going to answer my own question. There's a lot of emphasis, at least on your own website around like teams and the ability to deploy this for a team. Is there any conflict being owned by a team who I'm sure bought you because of the secret sauce you guys have around monetization to then sort of allow other teams to have that secret sauce. So two questions there, sort of the competitive positioning and also how you manage being owned by a team, but also selling this product to other teams. Yep. Yep. So our competitive advantage is that, uh, you know, as far as my understanding of the Streamlabs platform, it's more of a consumer based platform, right? I think they've started, if I'm not mistaken, it might be Stream Elements or Streamlabs uh, not sure which one, but some of them have started very recently, like an advertising network that we had released like, you know, almost a year ago. Um, so we've been first to market on a lot of things, uh, which I think is super important. But I also think that, you know, it comes down to like that moderation tool is 100% something that differentiates us from a Streamlabs. It's night and day. They don't have anything that really is like what we can offer on that side of things. But otherwise, you know, I don't like to speak ill of any person. So what I will say is their platform has a lot of the same features that ours platform has, and it does an exceptionally good job at what it can do, right? But to answer your question, Paul, a little further, what do we do that they don't do? The team's part of that is a major aspect of it. Loyalty is a, is a major aspect of it. The team aspect is, let me paint a picture for you. So you're FaZe Clan. You have 200 creators, okay? You have brands like McDonald's. You have brands like Ford. You have big brands that are coming for activations and you have high number of deliverables on what you need to be meeting as far as impressions so that they'll hopefully renew, more money will come in. You know, we know how that conversation kind of goes. So it, as far as, you know, on a phase clan right now, first of all, what's the way that you're tracking the data of all of your Twitch streamers? What's the cumulative way that you track that? Maybe that's on a different SaaS platform. Or I've talked to tier one organizations like top 50 that, you know, are pretty much household names in esports. They use a spreadsheet, like an Excel spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Like some of them don't have this capability of, of coinciding data with like a CRM capability, right? Um, we have the ability to do that on the loyalty side of things, but on the team side of things, we can solve your problem where instead of having a coordinator or three or four coordinators have to go and distribute all of this, verify that they were installed properly in the OBS, that everything is running, that the, that the link is properly working, um, so on and so forth. You know, there's a lot of headache that can go into making sure that this all goes well on that size organization. Or you have a Batissimo where one administrator loads all of those assets. You then tell your team in an email, which, you know, I think we all use email still. Hey, go log in and get the latest activation for McDonald's, right? Stream's going to start. The tournament starts at four. Okay. They can log in at 345 get everything they need, put it in and be ready at four. Whereas they may have already needed to spend an hour with the coordinator to make sure that it was proper. The coordinator spends their time. And so there's a lot of wasted energy in these orgs by not having just a better way of facilitating, giving them 
the advertisements or the deliverables that they need to meet. And so we do that and we do that in, in some of the most effective way on that side of things. And so in comparison to a stream labs, that's a big differentiator for us. To follow up on your following question, Paul, what do we, and I, I apologize, the, the question is how do you manage the relationship with it. Optic, right? Where you're owned by a team who, who obviously, I'm guessing, bought you for the, to the be sauce. able to leverage the platform and monetize their own creators, but then you're also selling this secret sauce to other teams. So that, and, and to speak about competitive advantage, right? Um, and, and kind of how does that work? So... Of course, you're right. Optic saw the, the great potential that we have across the different solutions that we have for teams, consumers, and brands. And immediately was like, okay, that's something that we want to further explore. We want to develop this. And so we obviously were acquired by them about two months ago. How has that affected my relationship with other teams and prospecting for those opportunities? Well, I, I see and I watch, I'm a vivid watcher of most of these organizations and the teams, and I follow their teams a little bit. And so if you can speak to a little bit of their mentality on the esports side, which is, you know, a lot of these teams and organizations, they compete against each other. Now, mind you, they may keep some of their favorite plays or the secret sauce till Sunday when champs is happening um, and they're already in the finals. But a lot of this stuff is kind of eventually it's discovered between the organizations. Right. And so what they see is, is that, hey, these guys that are so super successful are using this. Why am I not using this? It would be back to like, uh, would I use a regular PS4 controller or would I use a scuff controller? Anybody who knows that in gaming or uh, a mechanical keyboard versus like a, a, a digital keyboard, right? So there's lots of different ways of having better tech or better peripherals, right? To make you a better competitor. All of the orgs see us as like making them better orgs or better marketers or better, you know, just facilitators of their community. And so we've had very little pushback as far as what's our relationship with Optic, mainly because we do keep our own presence, uh, you know, and, and we have our own identity. It may not be known to the masses, but, you know, we have 50 million folks that know the Batissimo brand um, and interact with it. We have one and a half million users that use the app itself, um, 50,000 use it every single month to generate some type of revenue for themselves. So most of the teams see us as a necessary competitive advantage at this point. Um, and so a lot of the conversations, you know, it was great to have Optic as a pointing of reference to say, hey, these guys thought we were really great. We'd love to tell you what we have to offer you. And from that point of view, they've been invaluable, right? Getting that first introduction to be co-signed by somebody, right? I think we all know that when you're starting in a new community, you're starting a new business, something's happening. You want somebody to co-sign that you're doing a good job or, or that you're, you know, doing what you said you were going to do type of thing. And so for us, the little community that they kind of have between these big organizations, there's only 12 CDL teams. So obviously there's some interaction between those companies and stuff. You know, they very much have seen the value um, that we can basically do something for them that they really need or could really use that extra time to be doing things that are going to be more valuable for the organization. Use an app like ours, get the data, make a plan, and then go ex execute it with that extra time you've got, you know? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Liam, we kind of we, we tackled a lot of these topics, a lot of what you guys do from a very in-depth perspective right off the bat here. I wanted to pull us out very briefly and get more of a generic overview from you. Uh, just because, you know, again, for, for those of our listeners that are unfamiliar with your services or for those that are starting to piece it together and figure it out by your uh, explanation on your approach, your differentiating factors, uh, your competitive advantages, et cetera. You know, we had talked about activating audiences through that kind of Disneyland brick or through that name on the wall reward. I think you used your uh, the autograph memory there, an analogy there. We talked about, you know, your uh, community organization, I think, for, for teams specifically, but also just the, the, the lead time that you're able to shave off of through AI and, and your tech. If you could give us more of a higher overview perspective of here are the four or five different verticals that we manage for you. And, and kind of like the hard sell, I think, for our audience in terms of, you know, the yeah, those four or five different buckets. And because I feel like we started in bucket one and then jumped into bucket two. Right. And I kind of the way my mind works is just a little different. Would love more of a generic overview if we could take a half a step back and then I'm sure we'll, we'll start sprinting forward again in no time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's my, how my eclectic brain kind of works, Jimmy. So I apologize. I can be a little bit all over the place. Uh, because the passion is just pouring out, you know what I mean? But to to kind of go back into on the consumer side of things, you know, very simply, we built like the, the Microsoft Office of streaming tools, right? Or the Google G Suite of streaming tools, right? So you've got this beautiful stream uh, frame is what we call that. You know, you have this very nice mouse to my right or maybe left, however that is, controller on the right. It's great motherboard circuits that you have there that, that make it just fun and interesting to look at. And so we have the ability to offer straight out of the box, you know, 15 different versions of that, right? We have overlays to be able to tell you, hey, this person just followed you. This person just donated. Here's the song that's on the screen. Here's how long this person's been playing for. So maybe you know how long that they'll be sticking around for, right? Um, so from that point of view, we created these this wonderful set of consumer products, you know, similar to a Netflix subscription, it's 10 bucks a month. Um, and that gives you the ability to use all of our moderation purposes for yourself, those stream frames to make yourself look better, integrations into software and music like Monster Cat, so you can sound better, create a vibe, you know, make people want to stay and stick around and have a conversation with you or watch you play or, or whatever your interactions are going to be. And so, you know, we have that consumer bucket. Um, and that's been really great for us uh, starting off. And then the next you know progression was, well, we have, like I said, 50,000 creators that are logging in every month that are getting millions and millions of views. Who can we help get them out into this great, very valuable demographic, right? It's very hard to reach these Gen uh, Z, Gen Alpha individuals, this, this maybe 14 to 30-year-old category of demographic. In some cases, it's kind of difficult to reach is what we found out. And so very quickly, we were able to identify some endemic brands, uh, you know, like a controlled drink, for example, or a Truman factory, tie ourselves with them a little bit and watch this great growth of exposing them to a few tens of millions. Um, and then just watching those conversions and watching those sales kind of pour in. And so, um, you know, we have this great advertising network that's 
more affordable than your Instagram, more affordable than your TikTok, right? But focuses on a particularly gamer centric and that that demographic of age that I was just describing. Um, and so that's been super valuable to a lot of growing small businesses in the space, but also some businesses that are pretty well established that just want to get a sense of how does this network stack up to some of those other networks that I can do some paid advertising in? Um, and we've seen some great success in onboarding some brands associating with getting them some reach and some pull. So just to give you a quick metric on that, the Lakers get 50 million views per month, approximately. We get 40 million and Optic also gets 40 million. So by Optic associating themselves with us, they got a 100% increase in their footprint of how many people that they could reach. Was there no overlap? That's that's awesome. Very little, very little, wow. Jimmy, if I'm honest, because uh, they focus on FPS. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, for example, like partnered with the Smite Game League, you know, like more of that League of Legends, more of that World of Warcraft, like that's more a little bit of our, of like our audience. And then we have a massive presence in Brazil and in Europe. And so we have FIFA, you know, great title, not something that Optic does. So you can see that there was an alignment of propagating or cross-pollinating a little bit between our two audiences and not having very much overlap. So there could be a bunch of growth that occurs from collabing together. And so that advertising network was something that worked really well for us. And then the loyalty platform, which I kind of jumped around a little bit in describing, but um, the loyalty platform for us is what we're most excited about because that can apply to esports, traditional sports, and brands. And let me give you an example. So I come from New York and from the East Coast and New York Yankee, like the Yankees are one of the biggest franchises of of sports that you can get. Yankees being as big as they are, I have like 10, 15 friends that all have Yankees memorabilia. They're all watching the game. They're figuring out a time we can all go down to the Bronx together. You know, like they, they're building this whole thing around the season. Similar to like, think about fantasy, right? There's there's guys who are literally going out there just to select some guys so they can brag to their friends at the end that they're the smartest fantasy person, right? Same thing with traditional sports. I'm the biggest Yankees fan. Look at my basement man cave, you know, look at the, the sticker on the back of my car. You know, there are guys out there that that's a big focus of, of, a, of community and acceptance is around being a fan. Right. Uh, we figured out, OK, take these 12 major platforms that I described earlier, the ones we're all using every day. And now we can start to put points on what we're asking you to do. Right. So you tweet, go Yankees, 100 points for you. You say, Go watch this full length video on YouTube and watch the full thing. Keep in mind, you're going to get a thousand points. That's great for you because you're going to increase your retention on YouTube, which means you're going to get more impressions, which in turn should mean more monetization and revenue. So from a re-education standpoint, very valuable there on that level. But then we get to tie in these digital or real life physical digital experiences, right? Where you're a member of our program, you buy a ticket to go to an event, 10,000 points get added onto the leaderboard. You jump up on the leaderboard on all your friends for going to the championships or going to this conference or whatever that is. And now you've got a little bit more bragging rights. And so now you take these points that we've accumulated and you build a battle pass. So all the gamers here should get pretty pumped up about that. You have a battle pass where you have 60,000 points, 100,000 points, 200,000 points, right? The 60,000 points gets you an exclusive business of esports podcast sweater, you know, or, or sweatshirt. You can go buy that now, something that's an exclusive color, exclusive design, one of a kind type of a deal. Like I said, the next 120,000 points, you get your name on the wall. Now that person goes and watches their videos and every week they see their name in the wall. You can bet that those guys are logged in to watch that. If they paid a little bit of money to be able to get the better content and the better merch, they're going to make sure to spend the time so they can see their name on the wall or see that one of a kind experience played back to them. Right. Um, and so I've been able to uncover this massive need both in the esports side of the business, but also on like traditional comedians, traditional Grammy artists I've had some conversations with who want to talk about this platform because it is a meeting of this web 2.0 world that we're living in right now and a future where you could get to web 3.0 and we're kind of like two and a half, right? So we, we can kind of meet and track uh, some of these interactions, some of this data and engagement. And from a business point of view, a partnerships, a sponsor's point of view, you can now see one name, you know, Donnie Smith. And I've got Donnie Smith's TikTok, Spotify, Steam Pass, you know, Battle Debt account. And so I could see the podcast he listened to and what was he playing and all of that. And we're incentivizing them with points and rewards to share that. And so 
um, it's become this very powerful tool very quickly where people can see the, the ability to, to get super fans to engage even more, but basic fans or casuals to be interested in wanting to get to know that viral moment that's occurring that they don't want to miss out on. Um, a model of, of that's worked in this similar way that's seen great success in recent years is the UFC. So if you look at the UFC, I'm a, a practitioner of martial arts, uh, you know, was a black belt in ta uh, Taekwondo, did lots of jujitsu and Muay Thai. It's one of those things. I think it's a very important thing to know your physical body, your, 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 your mental capacity. You got to know all that stuff. So anyways, you know, that's a business where 20 years ago, non-existent. First of all, barely even alive. So in 2006, they were going to go bankrupt, guys. And 15 years later, they sold for almost as much money as the NBA did in 1997, right? It took, it took the NBA 50 plus years to get a $7 billion deal during the 2007 lockout. They got a, a $6.4 billion deal in 2016, only 10 years after being literally bankrupt and at the end of their rope. So um, you can kind of see there's this correlation of if you have great attention, great stars, like we do have in esports, and you have some way of monetizing on that and creating this great influence and this tide that comes along. And so part of that for UFC was Conor McGregor. It stands to be seen who that big person is. For us, obviously, there was the ninja, right? There was the ninja that mixer contract showed all the parents in the world, like this guy's going to make $30 million from playing video games. Tommy, you can stay on for a couple more hours. You know what I mean? Like there, there was a definitely a little bit of a shift in that perspective. Our platform for loyalty can really tell these, these brands, these organizations, you know, here's all of their data and give them the best CRM tool of what are they actually doing so you can go and really get sponsorships based off real intel and real information. So you can kind of set a better expectation. So it's more likely for you to meet your deliverables and renew. And so it's just getting a better experience for both the consumer on being a super fan, but also on the organization side to be able to get the data they need to go get the partnerships to, to make these orgs stay afloat. Cause we all know that there's certainly a, the bear market is maybe around the corner. I keep hearing more and more and more about it. And so that's going to change a little bit what's going on in esports. And so, but I think that one of an offering like this really helps in keeping the community motivated. And if you can, walk that line of culture and esports where optic is in the news pretty often we get some trending on twitter every so often you know so if we tie a release of a special podcast you know uh, of uh, players that we're signing you know or not signing or you know and so on and so forth you can kind of see that there are people that are going to want to find out that information ahead of time um, the same way that somebody will want to pay for a ufc to see it live in that moment and be living that with everybody else you know that model clearly works um, and so we're just trying to do that, but do it with content, do it with real life experiences, do it with exclusive merchandise um, and things that are going to really make the fan just jazzed up to continue to be that fan. You know, are you guys really set in? I mean, we talked about these different prongs now, consumer products, ad networks, creator services, loyalty. I don't want to dumb it down because obviously these are packed topics. Are there any areas that we either didn't cover or that you guys that, that you can are free to talk to today of course that you guys are looking into is this are you really set basically in your bread and butter and are just focused on making that as efficient and large as possible or is there also an element of innovation what's the next step what's the addition here to level up the experience and the and the services that you guys are offering for your clients you know the big the big undertaking that we have like right around the corner is uh, as i mentioned you know we're very big into shaping the future of education around streaming um we think that that's going to be an essential education basically module that i think most places are going to have to offer it's going to have to be some type of, you know, video production and video editing, podcasting, shoutcasting. There, there's going to be people who want to learn that particular skill and want to do that as a career, as a job. Right. And so if we can get and I'll go back to my culinary example, you know, I was a, a chef that all started when I was 11 years old and I got to have my first home ec class. Right. So home economics where I think we cooked like a meatloaf or something. I don't even remember, but I just remember like cooking this, having this experience, it being phenomenal, um, and then me wanting to carry that over. And so for us, we're starting to, and we're looking to become certified from an education from the Texas Education Association for streaming. So we want to be like the official streaming, you know, software that everybody knows that uh, you can use Batissimo and, and everything is going to work 
well for you as far as you know getting the students active getting them working keeping them safe and so we're excited to build that module out and make the first real certification for being a live streamer right um and, and kind of what does that look like and and what does that uh what can we cover as far as from a production standpoint from a community standpoint um, how do we, you know, talked a little bit about our moderation and, tox and toxicity that goes on in community. And so, you know, we're, we're looking to build the first really comprehensive educational route, you know, for kids to learn really everything that they're going to need to know for being a live streamer or doing a live streaming based career, similar to like what we're doing right now on a podcast, you know, so that type of a thing. We're excited to be working with partners on that. So that's our newest innovation. Um, and the answer to the question, Jimmy, we're always innovating over here. We see a big problem. Um, it's adjacent to what we're doing. It's not going to take an, a, mess, a massive amount of development of months and months and months. We're prepared to make an educated pivot, right? And figure out how much of this can we get done? How, how can we solve this problem? And the answer that I get a lot of the time and what I've clearly seen from the time that I've gotten to know you is that, uh, if we find a problem and we think it's serious and there's a need for that and we can monetize from that point of view, uh, we're going to follow that and chase that down. So when we first talked, I think the moderation tool was just getting in its preliminary, you know, first drafts or first alpha leading into a beta. Right. And now we're like fully ready to go out the box, you know, turnkey on that. So um, it just shows that with a great team, which we have a great team on the development side, on our UX, UI, and our creative side, they make beautiful things. And so makes my job really easy uh, when you have a great team assembled around you and when you are represented and propped up by an A1 organization like an Optic um, that clearly wants to see us succeed, um, both for their own purposes, but also because they know that what we're offering is going to help the entire industry. And so they want to share those competitive secrets, us being one of them, and make sure that they can use those to succeed themselves. Yep. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I got one more question for you, Liam, before uh, I think we're, we're leading into uh, our Judge Jimmy segment. Uh, my, my last question in this regard would be, uh, you know, before and after the optic acquisition, because you mentioned having the, the tools, the resources to make educated pivots to not only do what you do well and, and expand upon that, but to also innovate and continue to grow. Uh, curious the size of the team at Batissimo before the acquisition, if there was any growth afterwards, or if it was really just a refinement of those skills, as well as uh, a, a slightly further elaboration or expansion uh, where Paul had early on in the show asked you about avoiding conflicts of interest and uh, just kind of curious, again, in light of what you just shared with your ability to grow, with your ability to innovate the Bautissimo product, how much freedom is there? We have a ton of startups. We have a ton of growing young companies here that I think would love nothing more than to be acquired one day. And I'm curious, mm -hmm. the, the would love to hear more about the benefits, I suppose, with regard to your growth and your ability to direct Bautissimo in the directions that you guys deem necessary under the Optic banner. Yeah, so uh, the big thing that I think that when it comes down to being, you know, acquired, I think that if you're valuable to an entity like a singular thing, you know, certainly they'll maybe acquire you for for their interest, but I think if you align with needs of the entire industry, and I think that's kind of where we keep bumping into things is is that we are we're trying to be present in the industry, we're trying to have conversations with leaders, we're trying to make sure we get out to all the conferences, to the Twitch cons, to uh, you know, ESI and PAX and and South by Southwest and we want to make sure that we're present and so that we hear these conversations um, that are happening between leaders and, and pick up on that and say, okay, how far away are we from solving that problem? Um, and then we go to an optic and we say, hey, are you, first of all, are you having this problem? And like I said, we have a whole bowl of here of people who are active gamers who know lots and lots about the industry and are happy to share. And so the great thing is go to them, ask, hey, uh, have you seen this occurring elsewhere? And then most of the time the answer is yes. Um, and then we go ahead and, and try to figure out, well, how do we make this work for not only that original entity, but how do we kind of make that work for all the others as well? And so it's just been it's been really interesting. Uh, the size of the team to answer that question is I believe it was seven people before the acquisition, nine people now. So not an incredibly large team, but extremely effective as far as, you know, what we're able to get done and where we keep our attention. And our attention is definitely on how do we keep creating the best products that can work right now? And as well as like, how do we keep our eyes set forward on what's the end goal? The end goal for Batissimo is, is that Everybody knows how to live stream. Everybody. That would be our, our goal. Um, and I had a similar goal at one point when I was working to graduate from chef school. I sold cell phones, okay, right around the turn of when smartphones started to begin to exist. Um, and so I got to see the adoption of only businessmen and only people who were sort of high earners buying smartphones in 2009 to by the time 2014 came around when I stopped, 11 year olds were getting smartphones, right? We were already on iPhone five or uh, five, if I'm not mistaken, or six. So my point is, is that as more knowledge about something comes out and they become more mainstream and acceptable, I see a similar adaption of cell phones as I do with live streaming. I think a lot of people are gonna live stream or just be video conferencing or video hangout much more um, than now, I think COVID and the pandemic pushed that a little bit further along in getting people normal with that experience. Yeah, it's just been very, very fun to navigate these waters with a tier one organization and let us literally be left to our own devices and not really have much of an insight as like, hey, you guys should be doing this or that. It's it's more of a fact finding and a data mission for us. Um, and we go and we consult with Optic and then, you know, they say, hey, well, go do what you do. Go build this, uh, you know, machine and we'll test it out for you. And then, you know, if it works well, we'll, we'll have a case study. We'll, we'll be able to share that with you. And so then we go out and we hunt down the leaders in those spaces by being present in those areas. Like I was talking about conferences, podcasts like this, you know, it's just important to put yourself out there. If there's anything that I can encourage as we're wrapping up here is that put yourself out there and follow your passion. As soon as I started doing that, I saw an immense shift in my personal successes, 
um, in all of my relationships. So there's something about people can tell when you're genuine and very excited. And so if you put yourself in an environment where you can be very genuine and very excited, you'll be amazed at the opportunities to kind of open up to you. And so I can't thank Batissimo Optic and, and of course you guys at the Business of Esports podcast enough for the opportunity to, to chat a little bit um, and tell you guys a little bit more about what we're doing about Batissimo and a little bit about my crazy life uh, and all the different experiences I had. So <laughs> now we love having you. You know, I think it's it's fascinating that you guys can refine the product having Optic basically in-house, right? I think that's an incredible advantage for you guys. That wraps up basically the podcast, guys, except everyone's favorite new segment, which we can't miss. I know we've missed it the last couple of weeks because we've had, you know, interviews, taped interviews. We're not going to miss it this time. The segment is Judge Jimmy Barada's cross-examination. For those who are new here, the way it works is Jimmy's going to ask a few rapid-fire questions. They're easy questions. The idea is to get to know you, Liam, as a person, as a gamer, a little bit better, get behind the curtains. And on that note, Judge Jimmy, take it away. Cool. Well, yeah, excited to do this. It has been a few weeks. I didn't realize. First question, I like to keep uh, relatively easy, Liam. We'll ease you into it. What uh, game are you currently playing? What game am I currently playing? Apex Legends. Nice. Who's your, uh, I'm going to do a part like 1A. Uh, who's your hero or your legend? Uh, Caustic. Caustic oh, is my oh, legend oh. right now. A little defensive. I like to play defensive. We're going to have to do a trio after this. Paul uh, Paul is pro status at Apex, and I am down for the hard carry. Let's do it. <laughs> Love it. You had mentioned earlier uh, you guys kind of tracking and following and pushing out to about 12 different social platforms. And I didn't, I have never sat to uh, to count. I can't imagine what I'm missing. It just sounds like so many. Curious having monitor all of that. Uh, your social media platform of preference, as well as what you see as the future social media platform for the gaming industry? That's a great question. I think my answer might be the same for both, which would be YouTube. Um, and the reason why I say YouTube is because they seem to be the most willing to accept feedback from top performers. Um, and, and I hear that on both the live streaming and gaming presence, as well as on the VOD and the um, more traditional type of YouTube, like your, your Mr. Beast, your Preston Plays, your, your Arax, you know, 10, 10 million style folks and up. Um, I just think that between their willingness to change to make the platform better, things like subscriptions, you know, them adding that to the the YouTube live streaming experience and, um, you know, raids just got, you know, added on to the platform. And so it's like they're they're slowly integrating into making the platform more conducive to hanging out and being like a Twitch, who's obviously their main competitor. But to sort of answer the question, yeah, I think that YouTube, as of right now, is making all the right moves. I think another example of that is the monetization announcement on shorts. I think that obviously we've all seen shorts taken over from a Snapchat, Instagram Reels, YouTube shorts, uh, TikTok point of view. And so I'm really excited to just watch YouTube continue to progress because I think that they engage with feedback is the way we like to engage with feedback here. And so I just see that a little bit of a, a alignment in sort of the philosophies. And I think that that's the tune of success. So YouTube. Uh, appreciate the uh, all the context to the answer here. I'm going to do one more for our listeners, just because you had such an awesome background and, and you mentioned at the start, you know, jumping around from cooking and opera and sales and insurance. If you could go back to school, uh, what one class or major would you take that you think would better prepare you or, or anyone listening that would want to follow in your footsteps that would uh, help prepare them for success? That's a great question. I would say I'd probably be really interested in some type of sports management um, only because, you know, we do a bunch of influencer management here. I think it just would have been a great background to, to kind of be able to make some adjacent, you know, sort of ideas and, and, and adjacent way of thinking about it. Um, whereas I had to get a straight crash course and like, what does influencer marketing look like and how do you negotiate a deal with an influencer and, and so on and so forth. And it could be a little intimidating. I would say, uh, yeah, that's got to be my answer. <laughs> no, I love it. Liam, uh, thanks for, for coming on the show. That's, that's it for Judge Jimmy. Give it back to you, Paul. For our listeners who want to find you, follow you, or follow what Batissimo is up to, like where can you be followed or found? So you can find me uh, LinkedIn, got the good old government name, William uh, Savaris. You can reach me out on LinkedIn. Happy to shoot me an inbox there. Love to chat with anybody. And then on uh, the other socials, I go by William, W underscore 
L-I-Y-U-M. So I did a little bit of uh, content creating. And so that was my name of my channel was Liam, L-I-Y-U-M, like Lee Yum. So I was making yummy food. So, um, you know, that was kind of how I also transitioned to the job that I was in now where I made a couple of TikToks, got a few hundred thousand views, was able to show that as like, I understand the space because here's the proof, you know, um, and that was part of my hiring in Batissimo. And it's been a real great journey uh, since then. So it was so, so nice to speak with you guys. And uh, I think what you guys are doing is just top level. I can't believe I followed uh, literally a prince uh, as far as the, the guests. So, I mean, you guys are just killing it on, on that level. Um, and so very excited to see how that all goes. And uh, hopefully I'll have some very exciting, successful things we can check up on in a little bit. I think if it's anything like the last time we got to check in, more and more people will have heard about Batissimo, put it like that. <laughs> I think everyone should check it out. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. And, you know, uh, monetization for content creators is always a challenge. The the nut that everyone's trying to crack, and every anytime you can chip away at the problem, I think uh, I think it's something people need to pay attention to. So highly recommend everyone go follow Liam, go follow Batissimo, go check out Batissimo. Thank you, Liam, of course, for being on the show. Jimmy, thank you as always for our listeners. Just a bit of housekeeping. Don't forget, guys, go follow us everywhere. It's Business of Esports or Busy Esports on every platform on YouTube, on TikTok, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. You name it on every single platform. We put out content every single day. Go subscribe to our newsletter. If you're not already, you can do that from the website. If you got the newsletter from a friend, you should be able to do it from the newsletter itself or reach out to Jimmy or I directly. And uh, don't forget the most important thing, guys. The future is fun. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Business of Esports podcast. Check us out at thebusinessofesports.com and on Twitter at bizesports. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.